Yeah. I was thinking about you on Friday night, Al, and, and in, in, in a sympathetic sort of situation, believe it or not. Sitting there watching the Rams wind it down, the Houston Texans, yeah. and preseason football. I, I don't feel like I need to elaborate a ton beyond that. Um, and the game ends, and it's about 10 o'clock at night. And we're getting ready for the post-game show. And I said to Emily, I said, hey, uh, what, what time are we looking to get out of here? And she said, well, we're going to actually kind of be a little bit close. Was it midnight, Emily? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, oh, gosh, okay, so see what you can get. Uh, you know, trim a minute here or there or whatnot. And I'm thinking to you, like, that is the normal routine of a Laker game. Like, the Rams, Rams don't play 7 o'clock games. Worst case scenario, it's a 5 o'clock game, and it, it, it's a more manageable thing. But that close your work down day thing at midnight that you have to do a handful Bro, of times a year, that is year, a long-ass day. How many years did you do that? Two. So, I mean, you're you're talking to yourself. You know that just kind of I'd forgotten. going through that. It's like, it's Wait, like what childbirth. Was your, what was your... You forget how much it hurts, so you go do it again. <laughs> what was your... Um, what time were you on during that time during the day? Hour and a half. Oh, well, for the were first you, year, you, I wasn't. Okay. And, and then, then the second year, I was with Marcellus. Okay, so you at least were afternoon. Yeah. You were afternoon drive. Okay, yeah. no, that's... Yeah, no, then you should feel sympathetic. But taking little, my headset off at five minutes... What was it, like 11.50 M, something like that? Like, yeah. Take, and going... Walking into the kitchen like, hey, where is everybody? Like, yeah, I'm ready to start my Friday bed. night. They're literally in bed. <laughs> Let's go. I may have had some wine at that point. And just very, yeah, sit in the chair, drink a little wine, maybe make a little bite to eat. It's pretty, it's a pretty nice way. To no, that's a eat. good, that's a good setup when you do it like that. I went home and like finished a finale. I I had a show that I've been watching all season, the rehearsal with Nathan Fielder, and I went home and I finished it. It's the most unhinged show Sweet. I've have ever you, seen in my have life. You watch that show. Mm. Have you, did you watch yeah, uh, what was his other one? Nathan for you? Yeah. Did you, you ever see that? It is bonkers. It's crazy. It, it is <laughs> like bonkers. bonkers. Like watch it. You might like it actually. Yeah. I think that watch it. It's he. The, the How guy, long ago did you watch it? I watched Nathan for you, and I haven't seen. I saw a couple of episodes. Um, it, it's so cringy awkward. and awkward, awkward mm. and. Never let you in on the bit. It's, it could Emily. He doesn't come back. And go. That's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Or, I hated that. <laughs> Those are the only two possible end results. So Some Nathan, curiosity. For you, yeah. He goes on and he helps small businesses. He tries to help with with great quote unquote ideas about how to market themselves. <laughs> and so, um, and then the rehearsal, which is what I just finished, which I finished on Friday night after got off, is he tries to help people. Rehearse their life before it happens. So in the first episode, they um, he has a person, a, a contestant that's like, I need to have this conversation with my tri- trivia teammate because I lied about having a master's degree. And so he takes them through. He does this whole elaborate rehearsal. He builds the set in Oregon. And they go through the set in <laughs> Oregon so they can go do it in New York City. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's insane. It's really fun. Yeah, Super unhinged. It's Netflix. Uh, HBO. 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 Yeah, it's it's all on HBO. You'll be like, Trav, that's the dumbest thing. I hated that. I, I kind of want it to be that so we can argue about it, but you may like it. Um, that's your homework. So, speed, we, we started with the Lakers. Yep. And it made me think of you and just this idea of this team, like this could be preseason-esque a month into the season, like, what are we doing here? Well, because I don't feel buzz around this group. I this just is don't. this is the what's the product like? Because we were doing games when they won the championship back in twenty twenty. Same grind, right? You're doing the you're doing the games. They're starting at seven, seven thirty, blah blah blah. Yes, the sometimes season stops. Sometimes seven. <laughs> TNT is waiting. Let's let this first game finish out yeah. on the East Coast. But if the team is good. You feel that energy. If the squad is actually competing for something, you feel like, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter that it's 9.30, 10 o'clock, 10.30, 11 o'clock. 11. It doesn't matter. But when they're bad, you're, 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 it's, you're looking at the clock saying, we're in the third quarter. Lakers are down 17 points against the Pelicans. Is there anything they and can do? And we still got the fourth quarter and this and that. It just doesn't feel like there's anything they can do to create that buzz until they start playing games. Because, I mean, even if – I guess if they got Kyrie, that's a that's what you, but what you just said is important. What you just said is: is there anything they can do to change the hype right now about this upcoming season? Win, because last season there was all this buzz and they hadn't played a game. Last season, before the season started, everyone was excited about. You might not have been as excited about Russ on the Lakers. 
But nobody would have thought, okay, wait a minute. You're 20 games in. Is it really going to be this bad all year long? The answer is yes. It was going to be this bad all year long. I know he didn't play in that many games, but that's that's kind of maybe it's a good thing that there isn't that much. Yeah, buzz but that's when the game coming start, up this year, right? That when when we get to end of October and they start to play for real. Sure, there's excitement because it's a new season. Are and you referring to just preseason? I'm saying for no. I'm saying from today, yeah. August 22nd, mm-hmm. until they open it up at Golden State uh, against the Warriors on opening night. It's it's just a whole like yeah. Let me know when they count. Let, let let me know when it's going on because short of moving Russ and get and if it's in the, they just move him for space and picks or whatever it might sure, be. Sure. Okay, that but and then it's just like all right, doesn't really matter. I'll take that over the. Yeah, probably. Original scenario. Pro- probably, but unless it's for Kyrie, it's just that we, we got to wait around and see what it is. There is no, even with LeBron's extension and You're AD, right. you know. By the way, the gym, I can't argue like, that. Eh. I, uh, the reason why I can't argue it is, you know, between now and the time they actually get started, I think it's going to be tough to kind of have this excitement about the Lakers until they give you something to be excited about. Why would you? Is there something to be excited about this upcoming season for the Rams? Of course. Of course there is. Yeah. Coming into this season with the Dodgers, you know, the the the, the most – if there's one storyline that has captured us all season long about the Dodgers, is they're so good it's hard to kind of get excited about a team where you already almost feel like what the result is going to – you already know what the result's going to be. Okay, go to the USC. There's some real buzz coming into the season. Lakers are – we don't know the buzz until the season starts, and they give you something and to be excited about. And they're usually the leader in the clubhouse in buzz. They're usually the one, the, the buzziest, you know, they, as far honestly, mm-hmm. because of LeBron, because of AD, because of Russell Westbrook. It, it's super buzzy, not this year. Remember Friday? We were doing the ticket sales. Where were the Lakers? They were number one in ticket yeah. sales. They were this. They were that. Okay, that could be there, but is the product going to be something that you're excited about? All right, so we were talking about this this morning, and Bergman and I were going back and forth on – and I guess we got to set some parameters here. And Bergman just kicked down the door to get yeah, in did. here as fast as he can to start arguing all no. over again. Julio is going to be their number one starter, right? And anybody want to disagree that Julio Julio's taking the ball game one? Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. This is, but I think it gets super interesting immediately after that. Are we Are we living in a world where Kershaw is healthy? Yes. Okay. Kershaw. Uh, Use that one. Yeah, 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 you sound like uh, crypto. You're underwater. Arena? How about this one? That yeah, that's oh, a yeah. lot better. Yeah. Okay. Who, so you're saying Kershaw is fine. Yes, I think he's going to be just fine. He's not, I, he's not even going to a rehab starter. I, I believe that he will be fine as well. However, anything can the, happen. the last three or four years, Clayton Kershaw's health has been a real thing. Sure. It, it has. So let's say he, he gets it number two, right? He gets the second game of that series. Any any arguments? No. Coughlin? Okay. Slee? There's a little hesitation. Why? The the only hesitation there, I, I just want to make sure Gonsolin gets – Gonsolin should get legitimate, legitimate opportunities this postseason. Okay, but th- th- that's different than does he pitch the second game. Right. Right? Th- Absolutely. Th- he, so, because I agree with you. So put Kershaw too. That's fine. Okay. Just – my only hesitation is Gonsolin has been – your most consistent pitcher all season long, period. Yes, he has. I don't think you can make an argument for that. What do you want, though? Do you want the best pitchers going in the postseason or the guy that got you there? Well, I think you're arguing, if you're not arguing that Gonsolin's been the best pitcher, then I think we're having a different argument because he, he has been the best pitcher. He has been the best pitcher. The hesitation pitcher. is you get into the postseason, you totally need to different. see it on that stage. Totally okay. different. So, and he hasn't been good in the postseason. Julio? Great. Clayton? Great. One, two. Oh, good enough. Okay. okay. Let's get to number three. And this is where it gets really complicated really, really quickly. Because out the case that you just made for Tony Gonsolin is in, irrefutable. Yep. He has been, if he's not the best pitcher in the National League, you're not, you're not getting past two or three before he is. Now, is ERA in the All-Star game? Do we got to go over that <laughs> we, again? We're good there. We're <laughs> Look at ERA in the postseason the, next. Well, there you go. And so we saw what we saw on Saturday night with, with Dustin May. He was unhittable. It, it, it wasn't just, hey, he looked really good. That's mm-hmm. his first start. But that, that was, you know, that's unhittable. There, that, that's not, hey, the Marlins kind of suck. Hey, he was pumped up. And that was 100 miles an hour, ball going both ways, complete command, blowing guys away, and making major league hitters look ridiculous. Yep. Tony Gonsolin's had a great year. He ain't doing that. Nope. T- Dustin May may 
be one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's completely healthy. So, like, next year, he could become one of the best pitchers in baseball. Mm -hmm. Him, Jacob deGrom, basically could possibly be on the same level because he's been that good. He's the type of guy that when you go and when you're standing in the batter's box, you're actually afraid of like you are with deGrom. You still give it to Gonsolin. He's that type of guy. You still give it to Gonsolin. I I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't don't even hesitate. And I— Listen, let let why because what let, he's done during the year. Let, hey, thanks buddy. Appreciate let's it. Let's let Dustin May. Let's let him get a couple starts under his belt. Sure. Okay. So let let's see how he does between now and by the time postseason starts or by the time they 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 realize let's just let's start prepping these guys for when the postseason starts. But Berg, I stop you for a quick second. Gonsolin if in this scenario Gonsolin wouldn't get the start in game 3, tell me what Tony Gonsolin has to do in your eyes to get the ball in game 3 because he has arguably been sure. the best pitcher on the Dodgers this year and one of the best pitchers He's the of all best baseball. pitcher on a team that's going to win 110 games. So t- what yeah. does he have to, So that's why I'm asking you, what does he have to do? Because uh, basically it means... Bench his ass. No, it's, 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 it's that not even that, until It's next not year. even that. It's, it's more so of what I need to see in the postseason and how, how important this postseason is. Because without them winning a World Series this year, it was all kind of waste. I none don't of, disagree none with of, that. None of it matters. But, but here's the thing. When the it comes, reason they're in a position to win the World Series... is because he's 15 and 1. And I appreciate appreciate everything he's done. He's got the best ERA in the National League. But he deserves but to need... get the ball in a postseason game and say go to work. Sure, he absolutely does. But if I want the best pitchers, if if Dustin May gives you performances like he did on Saturday the next three, four times out throughout September, you are, are you going to ta- take him out of that spot then? I'm not I want removing the Tony Gonsolin. I'm not either. So okay. I'm not removing Gonsolin. Your one, two, three pitchers, you're in a five-game series, yeah. right? Your one, two, three-game pitchers are going to be Urias. You can't take Kershaw out. I'm not, I, I don't I don't think so either. So I would then want the next best pitcher. So in how about baseball, one pitcher possibly. has an issue oh, in any of those games, and Dustin May comes in in the fourth inning and he gives you five innings? The, the can, answer to the he question can is: do that. If you get to the scenario I can do that that with you're Tony Gonsolin too, you're get that. By the way, we haven't even said Tyler Anderson's name yet. He's because thir- he doesn't belong in he's anymore. Thirteen and two with a two point seven. Great job, thank you so much. You've been amazing. <laughs> I look. I'm going I'm to do this thing. I almost <laughs> never say this, but I think it's true in this. You can't have two guys. You're they're the reason you're here. Hundred percent. Just rip the rug out from underneath. They're the they're most not, two consistent pitchers all pitch. season long. They're, they're still going to pitch. But Berg, they game earned, four, game five. You take Julio. You take Kershaw. You take Gonsolin, you take Anderson, and Dustin May sitting there ready to go in. If in any, any situation, man, any of those guys in any get in a, in, if in a pickle, we keep seeing what we saw from Dustin May this last, then you go Saturday, to a five-man rotation. You can't. Well, sure, but then you, then saw you from just Dustin run them all out there in a row. Dustin I, May, I can't not have Dustin May in this rotation. Dustin May, this is the equivalent, and this is no shot at Dustin May. It's like you sat at a restaurant. And they're like, "Hey, can we get you some water?" And you said, "Yeah." And you're walking away, going on Yelp, saying it's the best water I've ever seen. <laughs> can you just wait till the appetizers come? Can Look, you get to the main? I I don't know if anybody's ever been more disrespectful to Dustin May than you just were, (laughs) comparing him to a glass of water. Dustin May. (laughs) Can we get some Perrier with a wedge of lime? Dustin May, we know, is the man and was the man on Saturday, but let it breathe for a second. Sure, but like, look, uh, that's why I'm saying if he gives me those types of outings, (laughs) then he's like, Gonsolin out. (laughs) No, no, no. uh, By the way, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, hey, listen. That's it's the third inning. He's given up a couple of runs. Go get him. Yeah, but yeah. That, but I'm that's, okay but with that's that. That's not what he's referring to. He's saying in the, I'm, the argument we're having is who gets the ball in that third game. It's Gonsolin. Tony Gonsolin it's gets the damn ball. I, I still the, think, the only I think way it's it does. May. The only way it doesn't happen is if over me, the next five weeks, Tony Gonsolin really. Let me gets let me ask. Ball. By the way, let me Ker- ask okay, let's say Kershaw is not a hundred percent. Let you know you were saying that you got some. He's never going to come out of the pen. So it doesn't no, Kershaw's matter. Kershaw's not coming out of the pen. May can Gonsolin can Anderson can. Absolutely. But let's let's say let's put it this way. Let's say Walker Bueller came back at the beginning of September. He's not, obviously. He's out for the year. We I totally understand that. Yep. But if Walker Bueller came out and he was like, All right, I'm I'm back and he has three f- good outings before October. Are you not starting him in one of those games? You are. Not ahead of Tony Gonsolin. If Tony Gonsolin's 17-2. You're not going to no, start Walker Bueller. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I don't thank think you. so. Like, no, like, no, no, but hold on. The, the, Slee, you know where I'm going with this. No, the reason it's, it's, that you're it's a decent it point. Like that, That's a decent point. Th- this scenario that you just described is not unlike the Dustin May scenario. Bueller's obviously more accomplished than May. Right. It goes without saying. They're both coming off of injuries. You have no idea. The last thing you're going to do is put Gonsolin at the back of the line. He's been their best guy, hands down, all season long. They're not going to mess with that. You've you've they're made this. How many starts will May get before playoffs start? He should He'll probably, probably still get four or five. They're going to go to a six-man so rotation. Have a great 
idea of how he's better idea. Yeah, absolutely. Five starts is decent decent. enough. You've made this point many times, Travis, on the show and before show when we've talked. It's always been in the kitchen, in the kitchen, getting coffee. This is all in a box with a fox on the train (laughs) or on a plane. Exactly. But this is the most innings he's ever pitched in his career. It's almost double. It's almost it's almost and, double. And this is what happened last year, right? Huh? The same the two guys that pitched more innings than they ever did, I'm they kind of fell yeah, apart towards the end. Here, here's he's the been great. Here's the difference. I want the, the fresh postseason. arm. But here's what's going into the postseason. You're not going to have to Gonsolin's not going to have to pitch. If they don't want to pitch him from September fifteenth on, they're not going to have to. There's a difference. There's to. literally no yeah, you guys are leave, you guys are leaving out a very important part of this, and I'll explain baseball to you guys when we come back. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Before you explain baseball, before you explain baseball, um, a Big Mac, but take the ground beef or take the beef patties out and put chicken. Are you still eating it? Yeah, I love chicken. I mean, it's fine. It's a, but I'm not. I'm getting a Big Mac. It has beef. He sang the song and then got confused. To all beef patties, patties, special sauce, lettuce. But we don't know what to put in for the chicken. We don't know how to put in for the chicken. I'll still eat the same. Chicken stuff with the chicken. Uh, Natu- Thousand Islands no, no, of shredded no, lettuce and cheese. Supposed to sing it. Yeah. Again, it doesn't. They didn't write a song to for that. All chicken patties. <laughs> My baloney has a first name. I know all the food songs. Whatever you need, I got it. Baseball 101 for Bergman and Sliwa. When we come back, Stravis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so I may have spoken a little too quickly. Apparently, there... Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Or maybe a song that I don't know. We got to go to Garden Grove very quickly and check in with Doug. Doug, you're on with Travis Lee. What, what song are you asking me to sing? Hello? Yo, Doug. Hello? Hello, Doug. Hey, take your time, Doug, whenever you're ready. All right, that's oh. enough. Good no, stuff. That, 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 so was, he was asked, that the song? The hello he, song. Yep. Was, yeah. it, it, was it the H-E-L-L-O. Can you that hear was me good. now? That was really good. So he asked if you knew the fast food song. And so uh, I was like, I don't know what the fast food song is. And so I, I. I, I quickly YouTubed it. And then I sent this to Taylor. Now I can the tell words you right will come now, in in a second. Mid-90s. No, I don't know that. Oh, I can get down. I'm surprised you wouldn't know this song. song it's a British that... pop group known for their novelty music. But it's not a jingle. Like I know the jingles. I don't know the um, bad musicians. This is going to be stuck song. in your head all day, though. <laughs> no, it won't. It might. It's already out. <laughs> yeah, I, if, if you I don't, didn't understand a word gone. they said, it's yeah, very it's hard to put the stick. If you don't know the fried chicken, if you don't know the song, can it get stuck in your head? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's got to be like uh, Baby Shark. See, no, now it's, all- see. <laughs> it's already there. Now it's I can actually all, all, see it. I was going to say. I can see the words going through my head. Oh, my gosh. that that They should do that. You know, like when you go in uh, high school and they teach you, uh, like, health. It's like eighth grade, right? They separate the girls and the boys. Boys go over here. Girls, and this is how your bodies are changing, right? And they explain to you how everything's happening. Just put baby shark on and go, this is, this is like a good five or six years of your life. Just saying. <laughs> oh, if you guys decide to make Taylor. a decision a little risky. How dare you? Everywhere I'll you take go this in the over that fast food song. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, there are different ways. Pizza to, uh, Hut, Pizza Hut, kind of push like people chicken in a Pizza Hut. That's is that what they were saying? That's what they were saying. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. I couldn't understand a word of it. This is a different. This is not the chorus, so don't yeah. worry. Yeah, I could. You can miss me with that, Slee. It's, it's on God. It's deep. <laughs> 
Some of those words it's there not were deep. They met at a p- at a fast food convention. That's mm. how the, the band came together. Did they buy a franchise? Uh, a franchise? No, they, they made just, a band. You know, we'll spend 150 grand to get that Baja Fresh franchise up and running. I love that you used me with that in such the right way, uh, too. Are, I like that what one. What else do you want to know about hip I tell you, baseball, what, what, are, what are Greg and I missing here? Well, um, less you, more Greg. You, you, I see, more you see, Greg. You seem wow. to understand this. Did he hear the baseball gods take? Yes, yeah, Sle- Lee's starting bit. to be a little, he's, he's aware a, of their existence now. Well, he was going after them yeah. last week. Well, and then Walker Bueller season ended. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. At that, that point, <laughs> that was when you realized the gods were real? No, I realized I the gods were the gods were Good real decision. in uh, probably in 1989 when the Lakers were taking off <laughs> the Blazers. You just didn't know they were baseball fans. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> Jerome Kersey is when I when I realized it. Yeah, the the baseball gods we were talking about. We were, we we're saying of all the teams out there, who would you like to face between the Yankees or the Astros? And I keep saying no, no, no. Make it be the Astros because the baseball gods do not forget. The baseball gods understand what happened in 2017. The baseball gods, they sit back and wait for opportunities like this, especially if it's against the Dodgers. So I say go take on the Astros. I, He's already shaking his no, head. No, I don't ever want to see the Astros be anywhere near a World they Series. They're probably going I know, to, I yeah. know. And they're but probably the going to get back go, to the World Series. Right, and the more that they go, the more legitimized it, it becomes, and I don't want I don't think so. I don't no, think so. I would not, Correa, the, the Twins game, gone. Twin games a couple weeks ago, um, at Dodger Stadium, you had mentioned it yeah. just watching on TV. They killed him. I went to that game. Remember yeah. the next day I went to that game? They were relentless as if it happened yesterday. The Dodger fans are relentless. Relentless. But I don't, if they were playing in Milwaukee, I don't know if it's quite the same thing. Less, but yeah. of course. But the, no, no. I, I, it's As long as Bregman and Altuve are still a part of what they're doing, it's going to be vicious. Yeah. It's going to be vicious. Here's what you don't understand, Greg. Okay. You ready? Thank you for teaching me, Professor. Get him a notepad. Rogers. Yeah, we're wrong. Are you, uh, you going to be like Clint Yates right now? You're going to explain baseball to me? All right, go ahead. Let's well, see what no, because I'm actually kidding. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, he was not. Yeah. Um, make sure you get Greg a file of this so he can put this and listen to it on his way home. Okay, perfect. Um, we'll do it. MP3, please. You're, like not, you're not going to. Tony Gonsolin's an important part of what they've been doing this year. He's going to be an important part of what yes. they do moving forward. You cannot rip the rug out from it. But that being said, just because you start him doesn't mean you have to leave him in there if he doesn't perform. This is where, this is where the line is. You can have Dustin May ready to go. You can have Tyler Anderson ready to go. However you want to take those last three guys and figure out how to fit them into two spots, theoretically. Tony Gonsolin's postseason record, not good. Nope. It's not good. He's pitched now, this is a far different pitcher. He's got more command. He's Absolutely. in less trouble. He's a total but you there's there's no scenario that exists where he doesn't start playoff games. It doesn't short of injury, it doesn't exist. He's gonna get the ball. Now he might not get out of the second inning. If he revolts, revolt, uh, revolts, if he um, he's going to revolt if he hears me <laughs> devolves back into that other guy, then the second it's ball four, ball eight, Dustin May's heating up and he's coming in that second inning. They're not going to well, looky here, look what the cat oh, dragged in. Mister Funches is back, so but they're not going to let him go out there and get his head kicked in just because he had a great season. They'll okay. have a super quick hook. And, and by go, the way, and May, to... and May gives you that for a, a couple of these guys. I mean, this is the luxury that the Dodgers have so can Tony that Gonsolin, literally so can nobody has in Tyler baseball. Anderson. Yeah, but Tony Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson, or uh, Greg, have have we're not the same person. <laughs> have proven that they've earned their spots in this rotation okay. this year. Let's go back to 2017 real fast, since Game Seven. Who was sitting? We had Clayton Kershaw sitting there ready. You Darvish got blown up in the first two innings, and it was done. The game was over. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So you really going to go with the guy with Tony Gonsolin who could possibly blow, blow but up? You could say that about any player. Sure, you could sure. say about any player. And but that's, he did it and twice. He and already did it a second time. But that was, that was two for back then. But the problem, my, my whole point is that you're going to have Tony or Dustin Julio May could get blown up in a game. They all could, the, and, and, and that's why can. they have the advantage. They have the advantage because whoever is the odd man out. Almost regard and, and by the way, it's going to be May. It, or, he is going to be the odd man. It, it, I just don't it, like it's it. It's going to be May it, because unless Anderson or Gonsolin really collapse over yeah. the next six weeks, mm-hmm. it's going to be May. They're, you're not taking a guy that like Anderson or Gonsolin and putting him on ice just because. Well, he's had a good month. Yeah, well, I had a good six months. 
You know, it, it doesn't make. Well, you're not putting him on ice. Better. That doesn't mean that you, he but doesn't Bird, pitch in game four or he doesn't why, come in what, afterwards. What were we so frustrated with last year? All of a sudden, they got to the postseason. They started shuffling everything up well, and doing all this crazy stuff. But that's why you don't do the same thing here. You're not shuffling things up. You're just having a you're, different exactly guy starting. exactly what you're doing. No, you're, Dustin May is the better pitcher. Who is the better pitcher between Tony Gonsolin and Dustin Today? May? Overall. Just overall. Who is the better pitcher? Who do you trust more overall? If you're telling me we're playing a game tomorrow and they're both Tony healthy, Gonsolin. No, I'm I, taking Tony I'm not Gonsolin. talking about tomorrow. I'm talking about it in a month and a half. I'm taking if, if everything plays out the way it has, Gonsolin has been virtually Your argument can get better over time, but it, it's, it's just it's where we're sitting it's today. To, it's going, it's going to get better. And as, as we keep going, but, but think it's going to keep getting Berg, better. Berg, like, hey, Berg, Berg, you're kind of right here. That's Berg, what's if happen. the argument gets better over time, yeah. does that just not show that the Dodgers just have all these ridiculous options in front of them? Because it's if great. Dustin May does not get you know a hilarious? start in a five-game set – or in a seven-game set, and that he's available to come in at any time if anybody has a hiccup. Who has a Dustin May even, ready to come we in? We haven't Nobody. even mentioned Andrew Heaney's name. He's right. been brilliant. He had one bad outing. He's yep. had one, now he's been hurt a lot, and he's kind of in and out. But that's that, normal. It is. It's the angel factor, right? It takes a while <laughs> right. for it. It's like when you know, like when you miss a couple of yeah, like it takes you, a second. Let's say you get in really good shape, right? And you got this, and then you get the flu. Like you got to kind of work through yep. it all. So yep. he's working through his angel flu. He's got to get it out of his system before it's just I mean, he completely went to the gone. Sometimes it takes seasons. Yeah, but that's like um, that's like isolation, right? You can't you can't just walk right into the next spot. You got to hit a halfway house along the way. I'm just telling you, Dustin May is going to be breaking down that door to be a starter. Yeah, perfect. Good, perfect. That sounds great. And if he's absolutely what he was on Saturday, a, f- a few more times, you can't not start him. Then you do five guys. Game yes. is. Then you do five. Well, guys. you go four. And I'm sorry, Tyler Anderson, you're going coming out of not the pen. if he keeps pitching like this. Yeah, he will. Game is <laughs> I'm sorry. Game is three two tomorrow against the Brewers. Hold on, I want to go back. I want his 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 <laughs> his, his absolute. Tyler Anderson taking everybody out. He started he's the year out of the out. bullpen. Okay, no, hold, Tyler Anderson started in the bullpen. Tyler Anderson did start in the bullpen, but he's been a member of this rotation virtually the entire year. Sure. I want you to go. I, I want you. I'm really asking, not to argue your point. I'm genuinely asking you. Season ends. Tyler Anderson is sixteen and four. And he's got an ERA of three. You're telling me, hey, buddy, take a seat. It's not take a seat. You're still you're not come start, in. You're, you're, you're not, still no, going to no, be coming on. in and pitching not, two, three. Innings. We're moving you to the bullpen. Yeah. You're not. You're not going to start in this series. Yep. Not a chance. Absolutely. When you have I other guys, when you have other guys, when you have other guys that are re- ready to come in that are better. Dustin May is better than Tyler Anderson. The problem is you're arguing. Tony Gosselin is better than Tyler Anderson. You're arguing Andrew against. You're arguing against two guys that have been. Unbelievable all season. Without long. them, we're that, not where we are. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing Benjamin, with that point cut, at all. It's <laughs> send him the double. You're, a. you're going way too far send, here, buddy. You know what? <laughs> and they should. They should cut him. Send him down. Let's get Mitch Just White watch back when in we here. get to when we get to October Bums. and it goes Urias, Kershaw, okay, one May, Gonsolin, or Gonsolin not May. If those guys I don't are care. Healthy, it won't be. I, I, watch tomorrow three two. <laughs> watch Dodgers up on the Brewers three two tomorrow yeah. ninth inning ninth inning comes I don't think they play tonight I think put tomorrow they do play tonight oh they do play yeah, tonight uh-huh. okay tonight it's Arias on the mound tonight three two game bum yeah. send him down three two game <laughs> never who comes <laughs> absolutely in absolutely not who comes in three two Dodgers are up one and in, in the ninth yeah I want Phillips not, so but I agree who I, I want him to do. are they what putting Kimbrel back. In that closing role, if it's a one-run game, what do I want or what's going to happen? Because Evan Phillips came happen? in Friday what's in a happen? one-run Kimbrel's game. going to come in. I think maybe so too, but I'd hate to see it. It's, yeah, look, no, it's, 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 going it's one to of happen. those things. We put a guy in. Let's see what it looks like. It looks good. Let's ride it until it doesn't look good anymore. That's yeah. how I. Do. Yeah, I'm with That's you on how they're that. doing. Yeah, I, I would just, like to see Phillips in there. Though, let's now. ride it until we don't. Okay, so Sean McVay cracked the code for the preseason and then got jammed up anyway. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Is this another cheeseburger song, Taylor? No. It's not quite to the. It's not to the chorus. It's that it's gonna be May. Oh yeah, that's what I was like. This it's a... gonna be May because you're talking about who how is this? Justin Timberlake. In sync. Oh, JT. Justin Turner. I just you know I hear JT. I start yeah, thinking of the okay. Dodgers. All over it all right. But who's gonna be left they off of okay. the <laughs> rotation? It's gonna be May. <laughs> not bad. That's it. I don't. You a JT guy? Justin Timberlake's the man. Yeah, yeah, he's. Is he man. still on the uh, not the Wizards. Who is it? Part the of Grizzlies. the Grizzlies. Does he still have that? I think so. He was trying to bring a baseball team to Tennessee too. I don't know if they'll ever get that done, but that yeah, was something man. that he was uh, knocking around. Um, so help me out with this, okay? Sean McVay is 
brilliant. Sean McVay has done what he's done with the Rams is we don't even need to go over it. It's it's extraordinary, and he did it in an incredibly short period of time. And one of the things that I think he deserves a great deal of credit for is not playing his guys in the preseason because why? Right, that you look at Zach Wilson for the Jets, he's down. You look at, um, I saw the Buccaneers lost one of their linemen for the mm-hmm. season. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau for the, the Giants is going to miss some time because he got one of those cut blocks that screwed up his knee. So I don't understand why you do this, sure. and, and I understand where you have to put some of your guys. Somebody's got to play in these games, but Logan Bruss, who is the Rams' top draft pick, third round, but their first guy, he's done for the season. He had an ACL, MCL um, tear, so he's, he's done. He's not going to play a snap this year. Go back to last season. Tutu Atwell was their top pick, right? Tutu Atwell played in eight games during the regular season but didn't catch a pass. He never mm-hmm. touched the ball, mm-hmm. other than in some returns. He didn't play at all. He got hurt, and he was gone for the whole season. As good as they've been, I'm concerned that you can't continually not have your first pick be a part of what it is you're doing. Eventually, that bill has to come due. You can't have your entire roster be mega, mega, mega stars and then a bunch of sixth and seventh round guys that you cross your fingers and hope work out. Atwell, we'll see. Bruss, we're not going to see until best case scenario next season long. It's kind of a, a tricky little spot that they're in. They're still very, very good, but that Aaron Donald will be a year older. Matthew Stafford, a yeah, year old. Like yeah. Jalen Ramsey, a year older. Eventually, your your best players are not going to be that anymore. But eventually, right? And I, I think that that's that's probably the key word here is you can't predict what the team's going to be like in two, three, four years down the road. You can't. What you could look at is. What's our window today? Where do we sit today? I think this is actually, I think when front offices, when they know, Les Need actually mentioned this a while back, when you know the window that you're in today, that's the most important thing. Because if you put yourself in a situation where you're trying to win today, but your team's not good enough, and then you're losing the young players or you're losing opportunities to go crop young players, you're in a terrible terrible spot I think the Rams know where they are I think they know at some point the bill is going to come due but eventually and I, I I key on that word that you you met eventually it's not today no it means eventually it's something that you're going to have to take care of and I think you don't have too many it's a unique window to be in where you actually have a chance to win it all it they're puts in this, so much pressure on the Jacoby Durant's and the Darian Williams and all the uh, Darian Kendrick I should say these guys that are late round draft picks that have to come in and not just, okay, let's learn this on the fly. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to play because we didn't have a first rounder. We didn't have a second rounder. Our third rounder had a a knee injury in a preseason game. Now all of a sudden these next guys, they have to hit because you get, you, you have to reload the cabinet, right? You have to have players. Aaron Donald will not be Aaron Donald forever and ever. Maybe it's just, it, we're not here yet. It doesn't really matter. But if the 2021 draft was yep. not what you needed, if yep. the 2022 draft is not what you needed, eventually you don't have what you need. I, I don't know if the pressure's on those players. I think the pressure's more on the organization of this style, right? Like this, the, the pressure, when you look at the Rams, the pressure's on the big names. The pressure's on Les Snead. The pressure's on McVay. The pressure's on those guys. I think if you're a team that won two games last year, and you hand somebody the keys to your franchise and say, we're hoping this number one pick or this number two pick or this top ten pick. Trevor Lawrence. Right. If you're hoping that that player, that's real pressure. That pressure is on there's nobody else to look at but you. We're hoping you're the savior. So between your trip to dinner and to Staples to get a filing cabinet, yeah. did you happen to flip on the Rams game at any point? Because there was, there was something that was incredible with no, Sean you McVay. have to tell me. Tell so. Me. Remember last week when he went, he he went on during the third quarter. They give him a headset and he's on with Siciliano and Mina and um, uh, Whitworth, right? And they're having a conversation. Last week there was this long extended drive for the Rams, and he was on for a good six seven minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating. He was kind of cracking jokes, but you could also tell that he was plugged in and having a good time. And the Rams were, you know, they, they ended up winning the game or whatever. This he was on very short. The Rams had a very very short series on this. And he couldn't stand it, Slee. He was trying to have fun with it. Andrew Whitworth at one point told him, don't let the angry sharks get you. And then you could tell, oh, no, I'm fine. He goes, you know what? No, I'm not fine. They are here. And he he goes, I got to go. And he just took his headset off and kind of threw it to the side. No, he can't turn it off. And it's exactly right. It's this moment of that's why that dude is that dude. Because it was 
a play involving guys that will probably never be an impactful situation, but he couldn't stomach the fact that they'd done it wrong a couple of plays in a row. He's like, I got to go. And he just took it off and went the other way. Remember last week you were talking about it. You're like, this is a preseason game, yet there's still the attention to details. There's this. How many penalties did the Cowboys have? Yeah. How many penalties the Chargers have the Rams? Bro, this is, this is how this guy is wired. <laughs> you can't all of a sudden. It's like somebody that's in the military gets up every morning at 4 a.m. And then all of a sudden that, that finishes. He's like, I'm not open. I'm not waiting until 10 30. <laughs> eats a bunch of ding-dongs and calls it a day. Well, he's wired. That's his life now. When was the last time you had a ding-dong? You ever? Oh yeah, your dad owned the liquor stores. You had ding dongs coming out of your ears. I haven't had a ding dong in <laughs> probably twenty years. Why are you laughing? Actually, ding, ding dongs was I think definitely. The line of the that, day is like you had ding dongs oh, coming out of your ears. That's not. That wasn't the top choice. No. W- what was it? No. I'm because I'm picturing the Sliwa Market. I've never tasted a ding dong. What do they taste like? It's a chocolate cake dipped in chocolate. It's it's like a cupcake that's shaped like a hockey puck, basically. Those weren't the go tos. Those weren't the go-to. What well, did you? Have, but uh, you had the hostess bars. section. Everything was zebra candy bars. Nothing in the hostess. You weren't doing the pies no, or the cupcakes or the twink. Yeah, what about every, a chocodile? A Twinkie every once in a while. <laughs> you know, I would have been hoarding chocodiles in my room like no, there was gold I was bars. Doing the Snickers, the Kit Kats, the Butterfingers. <laughs> You're that guy. Then I was doing chips, you, chips like crazy. Have you not gone haywire in the hostess aisle, Taylor? I've never heard of chocodiles until today. No. What? Emily, do you know a chocodile? I have no idea, but I do the know the ho-hos. One, right? the, the ho-hos. Yeah, so a chocodile is a Twinkie just dipped in chocolate. It's a chocolate-covered Twinkie. Who, does, who says no? Oh, I wouldn't. No. Right. Uh, what about a Suzy Q? How do you? How have you guys never had this yeah, stuff? Yeah, I don't know what a Suzy Q is. That's more like a ho-ho. It's basically two pieces of cake filled with a bunch of cream. It's disgusting. But Got to have Suzy a couple Q. when you get up in the morning. Just get that, that engine started. <laughs> I just picture with you cup coming home. Hey, Dad, you bring the box of ding-dongs, and he opens them up. They're no, all a little silver. Not those. Not bummed out. Never the box, of, extra box of Twinkies? No, those I didn't care about. I told you. It's, it's the other stuff. Other Baseball stuff cards. I was. I want, I want to live my version of the liquor store. I want to live vicariously through you. What about those oatmeal pies? Sunflower seeds. Like the brown oatmeal oh, pies. Oh, what, that, what yeah. was that called? That, that is a name. Is it not a... <laughs> I was like... Is it oatmeal cream pie? Yeah. Yeah. Looks, yeah. Those, those are so toxically sweet and awesome. Like it's like oh, one, those were the best. one or two bites of those. You're like, no, no, those my, were good. Those were those were the little this. Debbies. I'm um, now Debbie. a diabetic. You just look at the package and you get your insulin spike. <laughs> no, yeah, my grandma would, would freeze ho hos and freeze the oatmeal cream pies, and so like that we'd eat them kind of, and it tastes like ice cream. Just a little lemon pie. On, I'm just saying, Slee. They're, they're, you, Chocodile. You, why, why is that so I don't funny? Know. To you? I've never heard of that. Yeah, I'm, I guarantee you. Gotta bring some in tomorrow. What is your um, your market du jour down in Torrance where you live? You go to Vaughn's. You got an Albertsons guy. What, what, what's your go-to? Uh, TJ's, Trader Joe's. No, yeah. they won't have them there. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go to like Big Box. Yeah, Trader Joe's won't. No, they, they won't. They'll have the Trader somebody yeah. that's got their, their own, own brand. Yeah, it won't be a Chocodile. It'll be a Choco. Um, Crocagator. <laughs> It'll be Chaka something Joe. like that. Something Chocodile adjacent. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. It should have been an offensive lineman, Slee. I, I have the right carriage for oh, it. I love this it, one. Right? I, I, I could have been an offensive lineman minus one thing. I'm kind of a wimp. I don't like getting hit, and I don't like pushing around and all that. Like the Offensive Backup. line He's is – He's like a third string. <laughs> I don't know if I get this, Third though. string lineman. The whole point I want to be an offensive lineman is Hooters, the uh, restaurant chain, has signed 51 college football offensive linemen to NIL deals. So they're going with the you know big guys, chicken wings, Smart. beer. Makes a ton of sense. I would have been a good offensive lineman. By the way, th- these are the kind of things. And what was it? There was a commercial. It was like a heating and air conditioning company. This came out last week. Oh, Again, that guy, the, the cold something yep. or whatever. The, the, the coldest? Something like something that. Like the coldest that. Crawford. The cold, is that the coldest? Is that right? That's his name is the coldest another Crawford. NI, another NIL deal. I love this. I really do. Like getting these students involved in some shape, way, or form. They're obviously going to now be able to profit off of this. And you could come up with creative ideas. Like this one, just as an example, the Hooters one you're referring to. To have these 51 offensive linemen is perfect. It really is. I think that's funny and uh, uh, more power to these students that obviously get these opportunities now. Yeah, this I would be 
nothing but a food guy. Just, yeah, I don't need any cash. Just, can I go here? How about IHOP? What do you got at IHOP? And you should name your first son to coldest Sliwa. Sure. Just saying, throw that sure. out there. Uh, knock it out. Udonis Haslam coming back for his 20th yeah. season What's with the Miami Heat. We're talking about LeBron, 20th season, how kind impressive it is. What agreement is this Crazy. with Miami? He must and, bring and he a lot to the table. And he doesn't – it's not like the guy plays at all. I mean, the only highlight you remember from him last year is when he's going at Jimmy Butler. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he is that guy, but at didn't some point – Didn't they the same thing with Jawan Howard? Wasn't Jawan Howard on that team forever and really didn't play towards the end? Well, at some point, you know, maybe Haslam doesn't want to do this. Maybe he just wants to continue in this role. But at some point, you would think he's just an assistant coach throwing in – you know, putting on sitting next to Spolstra is just part of the staff. You would think at some point because it's it's not like he ever is actually used on the floor. And I'm sure the reason why they want him, what he brings to the table, his mentality, how he is in the locker room, I would think that just eventually becomes an assistant coach. Eventually, but as long as you can live in that locker room and and go through practice, because here's the thing: as as it's, it's gone, it's, it's changed, gone. It's changed a lot. Well, that that's a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. That look, being home every day, eh, maybe not something that everybody's dying to do. I don't know. But here's the other part: you can have the most player friendly coach in the world. You can have Steve Kerr, right? Whose players seem to really hold him with a great deal yeah. of yeah. respect and and hold him in, in high esteem. He's the head coach, and his assistants are the assistants. When those 10, 12, 15 guys are together, just the guys, they talk about things they don't talk about in front of the coach. They discuss things. They bitch. They, they complain. They do all of the things that athletes do when they get together. Udonis has them in that room, can be a coach, but because the second he's an assistant coach, he's, he's not, an he, assistant coach. He's not, on, he's not in that meeting anymore. Mm-hmm. He's not at the back of the plane going, can you believe they did that to me? I can't, I can't, mm. I, it, the second you're not in that anymore, you're not in that anymore. Remember, um, he's going to be there for another ten years. Forget who it was. I think it was Marshall Applewhite was the quarterback okay. at um, Texas for a mm-hmm. while, and worked, played played under uh, Mac Brown, and then immediately went to work on Mac Brown's staff the the season after he was done playing, and he went into those first couple of meetings and he heard the way that the coaches were talking about players. He's like. You guys talk about us like this? They're like, yeah, this is the other side. This is the way that you talk about us in that room. We uh, talk about you guys in this room. You can't be in both of those rooms at the same time. Um, movie Pass, Emily, you might want to get out your wallet and chip off thirty bucks. Here is going to reopen this Thursday. A wait list begins at six a.m. You can buy the ten dollar Movie Pass, twenty dollar, thirty dollar, and Emily nearly single handedly put him out of business the first time. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, I don't know if I remember guys telling you guys about this, but like the uh, Movie Pass is like where you can get back in twenty eighteen. You could pay ten dollars, and you could it was like a credit card you would go to a kiosk and then you could see as many movies as you want so it's only a ten dollar subscription and i would see like at least 10 15 movies and so now obviously that went out of business pretty fast it was not very um i don't know lucrative but um because we would i just watch a million movies but now they're reopening it at 10 20 or 30 dollar options for the different amount of movies none of them are unlimited which is unfortunate but it's still probably gonna be more cost effective than just going to there's a it's the gym membership game that you like yeah. so much it's the starbucks thing just just chip me off an extra two bucks a day there's a car wash down in san diego and you can buy a monthly membership sure wash your car as many times as you want. every day it's it's kind of comical to me it's like well do you really need to wash it more than but they price it just right <laughs> right because once you get in that monthly rotation you're in bro and that's those businesses of all of a sudden you're probably washing your car less when you have the monthly. How, That's the first thing I think of when she's and, and she could take advantage of it the way she did. I just know going to movie theaters, there's always there's always seats available. Well, yeah, but if you said to me you can go to like Emily had the ten dollar unlimited one. Was that ten dollars a month? It's ten dollars a month unlimited. How, how no, did you somebody can't make, sign off on that? Well, the only the only way like it's, if you it's, said the it's car the planet, wash. the planet Fitness, right? I right. think it's like ten bucks, fifteen bucks a month. And that business plan is based off of we'll sell 10, 10 to 15% of the people will actually show up. So I want to know how often you wash your car. Where you, 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 actually, you, looked at, you looked at the <laughs> monthly because I do it every time. I'm good for maybe twice a month. I'll wash my car. That's about kind of where I am. Yeah. And every time I'm like, because having a new car, a, a clean car, it's the best. terrific. Yeah. It's, it's to, smells good. There's mm-hmm. not the crumbs and, and you know, just the stuff that comes with yeah. daily living in it. I'm like, I'd love to be here once a week. And then you look at it like, they well, car wash 25, 30 bucks a crack. That's insane. I can't do that. What's I the number? I, I didn't. Do, oh, what's the number? Yeah. Of, like to get a monthly? Yeah. 
Because I might drive down to San Diego if it's worth my time. I think there's, but it's like those, you know, those fast wash you have here in LA. There's like a five minute express. You go through it, but then you just, you go vacuum and you do the actual work from there. It's like 10, 15 bucks a month, something like that. It's actually not bad. That's not bad. No, at it's all. not bad. Do I have to do anything? I just pulled it. They wash it. I don't have to do anything, right? No, you have to get out. Oh, no, that's you have to get out and dry it, purpose. and you have to get out and vacuum it and everything else. We're, we're, we're not doing that. Uh, Chipotle is debuting a water cup candle. Emily, I'm assuming that the Chipotle candle smells like when you open so, the door to Chipotle. No, it, they do. They, it's going to be lemon scented, <laughs> and so their their thing is it's going to be a water quote unquote cup because like to kind of play on how people use their cups and don't put just water in it. They use it and they get like lemon or a soft drink and so it's gonna be a quote-unquote water cup but it's gonna smell like lemons like lemonade so like as if people get the water cup and get lemonade in their cup i don't think so al I think no, you, I'm, you, I'm, you can no. miss me with the uh, chipotle cup like i uh, what i would think if it doesn't smell like a quesadilla i don't want it <laughs> can you give me the barbacoa <laughs> because here's the thing if i walked over to uh the sliwa manor uh-huh. And I opened the door, and I saw that there was a Chipotle, Chipotle cup candle on. No, just a, oh. I saw the Chipotle cup. I'm like, boy, I was a slob. Like, throw your fast food containers away, bro. <laughs> Why are they just littered all over your desk? I, I'm Can gonna I get, get that the for burrito you. bowl smell. <laughs> Those are pretty good. Damn good. I'm just saying they're not bad. Stand by me came out on this day in 1986. Mm. Did you ever do a uh, road trip where you walked to go see a dead body when you were 12 years old? <laughs> I always thought. Watching that, watching that movie as a kid, I don't think I look at railroad tracks the same, right? Like just that, and and you know, for us in Southern California, Amtrak runs all the way. <laughs> yeah, so right? you're you know, you could be in Solana Beach or Old Town or up here in Anaheim, Santa or, Barbara, Santa Barbara, <laughs> right? I always think about that. I always think about it, it was on the bridge. Right, they were trying to just get off. The oh bridge. yeah, I was and for, about that. Well, we were talking about it too, like the idea, the concept of it, where they all told their parents they were going to go over to somebody else's house, and they disappeared for a couple of days. And you said you were okay. Your parents would be completely fine with, hey, we'll see you in a couple. They of wouldn't days. be completely fine with, it, but I would have gotten away with it. Yeah, it, because again, it's pre cell phone, mm-hmm. right? Nobody knows what. Hey, I'm going to Al's to spend the night. Okay, see ya. I, if I leave on Friday afternoon and I don't show back up until Sunday night. They would never think to call your mom. And if I'm if gone. I'm gone, if mom, I'm going down to hang out at Parker's from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Friday after school. If I wasn't home at 5:08, there would be <laughs> an APB. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I like it. Uh, it's National Tooth Fairy Day. Can I? Okay, here's the deal. Um, you have your first child. Okay. They lose their first tooth. Mm-hmm. You put it under the uh, pillow. What's the, the right amount? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Okay. That I first think I have one, a number. And, and, and the tooth fairy comes. What does the tooth fairy leave for young Sliwa? Five. That's pretty good. Is you, that you pretty good? good? You have a good tooth fairy. You have a very good tooth fairy. I should have left less. <laughs> Maybe you asked for Cause change. Because now, now I can never go back that, down to one. There you go. It's, it's, it's one. That, that that and that's even bold because they're little they're losing their teeth at two three years old yeah right you don't you don't have to one sounds all right I'm I'm glad we had this conversation quarter just throw throw some change whatever you got in your ashtray bed your bath and beyond coupon <laughs> just leave that two booklet. for one right the Costco booklet <laughs> if you buy the first three tires at Big O Tire you get the fourth one for free. Right? That's how you do it. That's how, you, that's you, how they got Taylor this weekend. Sean Connery's James Bond car sold for $2.4 million. Um, I, I'm i okay with like movie nostalgia, movie uh, memorabilia. I don't need a Bond car for $2.5 bucks. I could find better ways well, to do that. Well, and if you want to really sell something, sell something that Sean Connery used in The Rock. <laughs> don't use what Sean Connery used in Bond. Because we all know the legendary movie is The Rock. Be honest. No. When you think of Sean Connery, the yeah. first thing you think of is The, the Rock, Rock, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it is. It really is. Nicolas Cage. That's, yeah, Dr. Stanley Goodspeed. It's a good one. Yeah. No, I know, I know that's one. that. And which Lethal Weapon do you like, one or two? I think it's Die Hard 2, Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to paint that's my the, picture. That that's, that's your the guy. All right, hop in here, Andy. It's time for a little super crosstalk. All right, so... Ramona and Andy are in here today, filling in for Mason in Ireland. And guys, the three people in that room, Emily, Taylor, and, and Slee in here, all looked at me like I was crazy because they've never had a chocodile. 
Is that sort of like a Choco Taco? Yeah, it's it's a chocolate-covered Twinkie. Yes. It's a Hostess product yeah. that... Have you never had one, Ramon? I've never I, had I thought you were going to be on my team on this one. No, I haven't had one. Really? But, Andy? But it, uh, I was probably oh, 10 or 11 years old. I might have had one. Santa Cruz Boardwalk, fried Twinkie. That's fried. No, this is like you buy it at this the grocery store. This is at a liquor store, store yeah. grocery store. I don't think they had them where I grew up. Well, you grew up here, same place I did. <laughs> yeah. Sleepy little San town Fernando. called Los Angeles. Yeah, in the West San Fernando Valley. Yeah, well, they I was just on the here. east side of the San Fernando Valley. They didn't ship them out here. There's yeah. no way the Chocodile did not reach the valley. I can promise you that. What was your go-to hostess item, Andy? I used to love the fruit pies. Oh, sure. The, I mean, first of all, just the glaze alone. <laughs> it's like a lacquer. The glaze, the glaze, it really is. The glaze was like a thousand calories in and of itself. <laughs> and you needed like the, a, a punch to get through it. You couldn't bite it. But that but, was a time where they don't put like any nutritional facts. Like, no, you know, no, you don't no, need it's that. fine. You don't need that. Well, just have I mean, a couple of diabetes in a pouch. It's obviously <laughs> healthy. There's fruit in there. How long do you think they stay good for? Ever? Those hostesses? Yeah, those those years yeah. yeah it's like them keith richards cockroaches <laughs> they will never die out never i'm definitely a ding dong girl there you go yeah. see taylor was looking at me i said because Slee's dad uh owned a liquor store i and- just walk into these drops don't i <laughs> you really just do walk right into them you really morales is already at the, <laughs> at the console furiously getting that drop ready Slee's dad sweating. uh owned a liquor store and i said oh you must have had ding dongs coming out of your ears and, hey. and, ta- and taylor nearly lost his mind the hardest i've ever seen him laugh just figure you had free no judgment yeah. endless I ding dong i was bringing the other things there was a lot of just candy you, bars you went and traditional chips candy and, bar along yeah. the way how was your Might weekend, well fellas? Uh, I was good. I was just hanging with the baby all weekend. Yeah. I'm like in total, like, so I have a lot of um, help on, during the week because I have to work and stuff. And then on the weekends, it's like, just me and the baby. And there's a lot of mom talk. Lot of How's the- your older one doing with it all? He's good, except for he, he he's on a little break from school. So he doesn't. He's, he was really good when he had his own place to go to. Yeah. And then now that he's been home and there's the baby there, he's a little. Mom spends a lot of time with the baby. Yeah. Not enough and attention. Yeah. And now yeah. What, what about me? I thought yeah. I was the whole show. So, like, I've been taking the baby swimming, which is kind of interesting. He's only, like, two months old, but I find it really helps during wow. the witching hours. Like, like you know, the, the late evening when they get really, ups- like, fussy and all yeah. that. I just take him to the pool, and he just totally chills out and kicks his legs and gets really tired before bed. I'm like, Take- this is Excellent. Plus, you're plus you're getting him acquainted with yeah. water. It will make the eventual yeah. real swim lessons that much yeah. easier. Just throw them in the deep end when they're about honestly, five; they'll hey, figure it out. Have you ever seen those videos where yeah. the swim teachers teach the babies yeah. to swim, and they like literally just like throw the baby in the pool? Yeah, and it's... you're like, what? You just throw the baby in the pool like that? Like, <laughs> hey, they'll <laughs> they, figure it out. They teach them how to like roll onto their backs so they float. They I'm float. Like, I don't know about that's, that's their marketing intense. commercial. <laughs> like, like literally, type in like infant swim lessons. Call us and today. You'll see it's just a pictures of like it's like videos of people throwing babies. In the don't pool. don't try this. I feel like this requires yeah, a disclaimer. And they snapped over them. Yeah. That's, that's, like, that's where the waiver you si- that's where the waiver you sign is extremely important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah this, it's not that little teeny tiny yeah. font. It's you gotta, we're uh, going to throw your baby. You got to read the whole thing. Yeah. So, like, this is when I noticed the jealousy, so I have to hold the baby very carefully oh, while yeah. I'm in the pool with him. And the old, my older son keeps coming over to me trying to, like, he wants me to hold him now in the mm. pool. Oh, sure. So then he's, like, climbing on my back while I have this baby, and I'm like, ah, it was, like, too, much, too, too many little boys at once.